Welcome to the Xeno Podcast, where we try to make sense of the strange. Today, we have the pleasure of speaking with Dr. Tevita Kaili. Am I saying that right? Yes. Kaili. All right. Kaili. Kaili. Yes. Associate Professor in Anthropology and Department Chair of Culture and History at BYU, Hawaii. We'll be talking with him about how certain groups view time and space. His highest metrics on RateMyProfessor.com are respected, caring, and amazing lectures. And he has a red chili pepper. <laughs> have you ever looked yourself up on right here? No, professor? I have not. <laughs> Take a look. I mean, it's great. You're doing great on it. I was looking up stuff. I was like, oh, Tavita Keeley in uh, Google. It came up, rapemyprofessor.com, and I thought I would wow. look through. Yeah. Awesome. How long have you worked here? Uh, 13 years now. Oh. Uh, so um, I was a student here mm -hmm. at uh, 1990 to 1993. Uh, graduated from here in '93, went into uh, went on to University of Utah, where I received my master's, and then um, University of Washington in Seattle for my doctorate in cultural anthropology. Nice. What was your major in undergraduate? So I studied accounting and psychology. Wow. And then for my master's, I studied uh, social work. Uh, from my doctorate cultural anthropology so wow. I went different how did that change uh, yeah, like, uh, <laughs> just uh, interest I have mm -hmm. a vast interest in knowledge just um, I was interested in psychology social science um, also I started out at the business because that's why I, st I studied accounting and my father was an accountant but then as I took a more general requirement class, then my interests started to expand. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, there's something called psychology or this social work. And then finally I found anthropology, cultural anthropology, and that's uh, where I'm at now. And your classes now, what is the focus? Like, What is your specialty? So my specialty uh, is the anthropology of people of the Pacific. Uh, okay. In particular, uh, the people that we call Polynesia, which I call people of the Moana, which is the ocean, and that's the traditional name that was used for Polynesian. And I focus on their culture and their migration, both ancient migration and um, modern migration, and looking at the way that they think about time and space. Yeah, you wrote a book that we got to read and I'm really interested like you're talking about moving time and space and I'm just so interested to hear like um, I guess a deeper explanation into that so yeah so um, you know other uh, scientists have been studying time and space so Einstein for example you know studied the relativity of space and time and other philosophers going back to the Greeks and the Romans um, and so my study, I was beginning to see how do different cultures think about time and space. So we know that we have this, what we call time and space, but other cultures may arrange it or may think about it in different ways. And you know, this comes very often when people you know, go to a meeting and they're like, wow, everybody's on time, or nobody cares <laughs> about the clock and what time it starts or what time it ends. That's the cultural component of time mm -hmm. that I'm talking about. So I'm looking at sort of the social cultural aspect of time and also the way we arrange space. So mm -hmm. You put a lot of people in one place or only a few people in a certain place. And how many people can you fit in a particular space? So from there to 
social relations and all of that, all of those things are influenced by how a culture think about the arrangement of time and space. Okay. Yeah. So would it be fair to say that scientists are studying more the mechanics of time and space and whenever somebody comments on the existence of time and space, that's when cultural comes in? Yes. Yeah, so scientists are, are looking at the sort of the ontological aspect of time and space, what time space is in reality, you know, looking at outer space and the way that time travels. Um, but all of those ways of thinking about time and space get filtered through culture. You know, the cultures have a way of saying, okay, now that we know that there's something out there in reality called time and space, how do we make meaning of it? How do we change it? How do we make it work for our specific culture? So yes, when people start talking about it, they're actually talking it from a very cultural way, including the Western scientists are talking about time and space in a cultural way. Yeah. So it's kind of like... And stop me if I'm wrong, but like when people are like, oh, it's just Hawaii time. Like when everybody shows up late, it's like, oh, it's just Hawaii time. Like expect everybody to be like 10 minutes late or whatever. Yes. So that's, you know, and, and you know this, you know, if you go to L.A. or if you go to New York, you notice that the rhythm and the way that people think about space and also the time could be faster or slower. You, you, you know that you're in a different time space. And so when people say it's Hawaii you know, Hawaiian time or Polynesian time or Tongan time, they're referring mm-hmm. to a particular way of thinking about time mm. and space. Yeah. And, and just to kind of, you know, one of the thing is that the uh, people of the Moana relationship was important. So clock time, that's a new, uh, a, a new uh, way of thinking about time that came from the West. So there's still a way of trying to think about, okay, how do I think about clock time versus just time where I just hang out and be with people and mm-hmm. don't really care about the clock. Yeah. 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 So I think throughout this uh, interview, we can probably get a little bit into the specifics of the differences between, mm-hmm. you know, clock time and then like Polynesian time, as you call it. Yeah. So uh, your book was called uh, Marking Indigeneity. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> You're an English major. <laughs> The tongue and art of socio-spatial relations. Yes. So, in a very basic sense, uh, what are socio-spatial relations? Okay. So, socio-spatial relations is coming from a uh, term as va, which is a Mm -hmm. pan-Polynesian term. It's saying that when we speak about relationship, we're also thinking about space. So for example, all of three of us here, we're talking to each other, but there is a space and that space also forms the relationship that we have with one another. So we have the same term for space. Mm-hmm. So when we say space, we're also saying relationship in mm-hmm. a way that we think about space as something that creates a, a social relationship. So that, that I created and put the term together to call social spatial. Okay. okay, so that's va. That's va. va. Mm-hmm. And then there's something called ta? Yes. Is that... So ta is the movement within the va. So the okay. action, which is motion, and it's also an expression of time. Uh, the way that you move within that space to create relationship, uh, reciprocity, other things, that's ta. So ta would be the movement, and va would be the space that you move in. Okay. And this whole book is about the relationship between the two. Mm -hmm. Uh, Could you tell us a little bit about the research that you did to come to your conclusions? 
Yeah, so um, I was doing my research. I started in 2002 and looking specifically at Tongan community in Maui. Tongans mm -hmm. migrated from Tonga to Maui. There's a big Tongan community there, about 5,000. And I was looking at the way that they were creating their, maintaining their relationship within, within Maui, um, maintaining their tava, their time space there. At the same time, there are also other kinds of time space that are happening. For example, work and you know the, the need to do all other kinds of things. So that's the, my main research was looking at that. And they brought that all the way from Tonga and kind of recreated in, in Maui. Okay. So how did the, I guess, the Maui concept of time mix with the Tongan concept of time when they when they went there? Okay, so the Tongan concept of time or tata is very reciprocal or circular. Um, so your relationship, you do something for somebody and they do something for you and then you're trying to keep a harmony and balance and I call mm -hmm. it symmetry in my, in my book. Um, so when you move to Maui, there are other kinds of demands on, you, on, on, on your time and space. For example, work. So you have obligation to take care with other people such as funerals or weddings and you have to show up and you know, be part of the rituals and bring things. And at the same time, you have to maintain a job and you know, take the kids to school and other things. So balancing all of those demands on your time and space is what I was looking at in, in Maui. And Tongans were trying to be creative and trying to figure out ways to expand the time and space so that they could have time to do these things. So I'll just give you an example. Uh, Tongan funerals mm -hmm. requires a all night wake. And usually it goes for 10 days where wow. you just stop everything and you go and you just mourn and grieve, which you can't do that in Maui or mm -hmm. anywhere in America because you have to go work. So Tongans are figuring out what, how do we do this? And so they would do it one night. They would have an all night uh, funeral. You know, they would take the body to the church and then after that, take it home and they would stay up all night, morning, next day, bury, and that would be the end. Mm. So they've tried to balance American time space or what I call the capitalist time space and the Tongan so that they could be able to, to find some sort of balance between the two. Very creative, I think. Yeah. Is it dangerous when you're trying to, you know, make your culture fit with another's and you're, you know, shortening those 10 days? Or do you think it's, um, it's smart to prioritize different, differently? I think it's just part of so surviving. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, definitely there's aspect of culture that is lost because the time that you get to spend and talk and just eat and just mourn yeah, mm -hmm. that you can't do that in, in a capitalist world because time is money. Yeah. Right. Uh, so I think the, the, the way that Tongans have been able to reconcile, and I talk about this in my book, trying to reconcile or mediate those time spaces so that they could still practice part of their culture at the mm -hmm. same time still practice the culture of Western or capitalism and be able to survive. I think that's, that's what's happening. Yeah. Okay. So like capitalist world, time is money, and maybe in Moana world, it, time is relationship? Time, time is, is relationship, yes. Fair to say, cool. So time is relationship, spending time with mm -hmm. people, talking, I mean, you can talk story for hours. <laughs> 
And I saw this in my research where people go to church and then after church they would bring their food and just eat and then talk story for hours, you know, into mm -hmm. the late nights before they would go home because that time to talk story and to relate to each other is, is important for, for them, yeah. Okay, so how does, we're talking about this idea of like capitalist time and then Tongan time. So how does Tongan work work? So I mean, if somebody were to have a funeral, is there just a cultural understanding and then they just don't come to work for 10 days? Or like, how is, I guess, the relationship between time and space with the worker, how is it different in capitalist time versus Tongan time or Moana time? So in capitalist time, you could probably take one or two days off of the most. Um, if you are a close member of the rel of, of your family, uh, your work might give you more time. Say, you know, mm -hmm. it, it's your parents or your child. But Tongans think about family in the extended family. So if you're like fifth cousin, it's harder to ask for that kind of time mm -hmm. to go to your fifth cousin's <laughs> funeral. And you could probably get a day, but that's pretty much it. So Tongans have to try to think of other ways to, to do this. So sometimes mm -hmm. they would call in sick and say, I'm sorry, I'm just sick. And this is a way of creating more time. Um, or, you know, they will find other people to, to try to take on their shift and things like that. Um, in Maui, uh, most of the women are working in hotels and then the men are working in um, construction work or they're working in yard work, which give them more time to be able because they're working for them for themselves. Um, so the different kinds of strategy like that to, to try to, to figure out a, expanding the time to be able to participate in all the, the rituals that the culture requires. Okay, so in Maui, it's a new form of time. It's not pure capitalist time. It's not pure Tongan time. It's yeah, I would say that in Maui, what the Tongans are doing there, and, and I would say this with Tongans everywhere, uh, is sort of fusion of the two uh, to create a time that is both Tongan and at the same time capitalist or Western um, so that they could be able to survive in, in, in a culture. So it's yeah. all about adapting and adapting. like pri mm -hmm. prioritizing. Is that kind of the same thing or different? It is. It is. Okay. It's, 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 it's adapting. It's finding new ways to be able to to survive in, in, in a new culture at the same time still hold on to some aspect of your culture. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, the other uh, alternative is just to, you know, not do all of that and just mm -hmm. become part of mainstream American culture. But I think right. Tongans are and other cultures who come are trying to carve a, a space and time mm -hmm. within their community so that they could still practice a sort of a hybrid between Tongan and American yeah. American world. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Early on in the book, you mentioned this concept of Tauhiva. Mm -hmm. That's what I was going to ask. <laughs> <laughs> I, was so like, not I a, need to know. Yeah. Again, I don't know how to say all these words, but Tauhiva? Yes. So, And what is that concept? So Tauhiva is the concept of maintaining uh, relationship with people that you're related to. Yeah, so if you're related to certain people, there are certain obligations or fatongia that you have towards them. And maintaining harmony and balance in that relationship is important. That is mm -hmm. called Tauhiva. 
and, and, and Tongans understand that that's a very, very important to, to make sure that you maintain those kinds of relationships. So a funeral, a wedding, um, you know, a birthday party, you have certain obligation, meaning that you got to go there, you have to bring food, you have to spend time there, mm -hmm. you have to bring Tongan mats and tapa, uh, there's an exchange that goes on. So all of that is all uh, an expression of Tauhiba. And, and, and so Tongans do that internally in Maui, but they also do it in a transnational way. So they're, they're sending things back to Tonga, like uh, money and people in Tonga are sending back tapa and other material for the culture. So this is not only a local, but also sort of a global way of re relating to, to each other. So just mm -hmm. because your relatives are now living in New Zealand or Australia and Tonga doesn't mean that you don't no longer have a va or for them. So you gotta continue to do that. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Um, and, and there are many strategies to do this. Uh, for example, uh, maybe you, you notice this, a lot of Tongans work for the airlines. Part of the reason for working for the airlines so that they could fly mm -hmm. to the different activities that are happening in really? the Tongan diaspora, whether it's in Utah or Sydney, Australia, or Auckland, New Zealand, or in Tonga, they're they're flying to these birthday parties or these weddings or these funerals using their benefits uh, mm -hmm. from working in airlines. And you said something about the performing arts relating mm -hmm. to this idea. Could you explain more about that? Just yes. Yeah, so if you see any, uh, and I would say Moana performance, it's very uh, synchronized. And I use the term symmetry, just like when you look at a particular pattern, yeah, like a, uh, patterns that you see in tattoo or patterns in tapa cloth, they're all very symmetrical. And so relationship are mirror that kinds of symmetry in the way that you move to kind of replicate that symmetry that you see in other kinds of art. So relationship is all, it, Yes, it's also an art form. Okay. Nice. Okay. How do you know when it is symmetrical? Or like, how do you tell what is balance? How do you tell what is symmetry? So the easiest way to think about it is that, uh, you know, uh, I have a funeral and you're my relatives and you come to my funeral and mm -hmm. you bring things to my funerals. And then you had your funerals and I don't show up to your funeral. Mm -hmm we've already started an asymmetrical <laughs> pattern okay. here, right? So it's pretty simple okay. because it, 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 this is the way that people help each other. It's almost sort of a, a, a insurance so that you're taking care of each other. So people do know uh, and they keep track of all of this. You know, when, when you go help out somebody and that person is not helping you back, the, the reciprocity is falling apart. And that's when relationship is not symmetry. Mm -hmm. It's asymmetrical at that time. And so pretty soon people will stop and you know pretty soon you won't come to my funeral anymore because okay. you've been coming and you know helping <laughs> out and i haven't reciprocate back to you mm -hmm. and so that's when the va starts to break down yeah you, know, you see that your movement within that space can either create symmetry or create asymmetry mm -hmm. is there a social obligation to if somebody like helps you out it's is it an obligation to help them back, or how would you describe? It is. That it is. A, it is an obligation. I and I use the term fatongia, which is a Tongan term, meaning that you know if somebody 
comes to help you, you have an a, a obligation to help them. Now, it's not just anyone coming and help you. The first, it's your extended family. They are very important in in Tongan Tauhiwa. And then your uh, what I've also seen in Maui is your congregation that you belong to, whether it's a ward or a Methodist uh, congregation or a Catholic uh, group. They are also part of your family, mm-hmm. and so they have an obligation. Uh, so. If it's a different, if it's a different congregation, if it's a different family, your obligation is not as strong, in, in that sense. It's it's so your 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 genealogical ties or your relationship, your relational ties to people, determines your fatongia, your obligation to one another. Mm-hmm. I'm just wondering, how does the concept of taanva and the social special relationships, how does that work in charity in Tonga? Like, how does that affect uh, charity, I guess? Is it kind of like a karma thing? It's like, I give to you, you give to me, you know, like, or the universe. I don't know. Like, is it kind of like that? Or Yes, I, I, I think people uh, see it as a sort of a beautiful... I talk about beauty in my, in my book, where you, you create this reciprocal mutual relationship and that people... F- find it to be the Tongan word is ma'alie which means it's the, the relationship is beautiful which is what people strive to to do now as far as like charity and other things like that uh, people who come from certain villages send money back so there's a lot of remittances that go back to to the to Tonga to help with village project like a new water tank or we need to create a uh, solar panel for our village uh, so people who may not be related to the people, but just because they're from the same village, they're sending money back mm-hmm. to help them in the work that they do. And so charity also work in a very, very similar way. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, th- so this doesn't mean that everything is wonderful, right? Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm giving you the ideal because obviously right. there are times when relationship mm-hmm. falls apart. And that their people are not reciprocating, and they're they're all all these other. But I uh, most Tongans strive to tauhiva to maintain, and mm-hmm. they will um, sacrifice many other things just so that they can maintain these ties with other people, mm-hmm. including work, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and and so other things such as you know donating money to the different uh, funerals. Uh, means that you won't have enough money to do other kinds of things that you want yeah mm-hmm. and so people have to balance paying a mortgage paying for your car uh payment school for your f- tuition for your kids and at the same time helping mm-hmm. out with all of these funerals so all of these things are delicately trying to balance as Tom yeah. and move through their time and space and sometimes you're not able to pay your mortgage or you fall behind in your car payment because you had to tauhiva yeah. with somebody's wedding and it was your obligation to take a gift or things to, for, for them. Mm-hmm. So things are not always great, but people strive and they try to do yeah. it the best they can. Prioritizing yeah. and mm-hmm. just yeah. in different ways and seeing what's yeah. more important than some, yeah. I don't know. Cool. Yeah. In the case of an asymmetrical relationship, right? Like maybe I found myself in this relationship. How do you go about reconciling that? How do you go about fixing 
this relationship. Yeah. So the reconciliation process requires the two parties to come together and they would have to have a, a talanoa, which is a talk story, to try to decide, you know, how are we going to um, mend the relationship? You know, how do we bring, uh, more, bring back symmetry and balance to our va in the way that they we, we move? And people uh, either talk about it or sometimes they will just show up to your funeral or to your weddings and say, you know, we've decided it's time for us to mend mm -hmm. the relationship get this going again and then um, most people are pretty forgiving and they're willing to to work with different families and trying to create these these kinds of relationship because the relationship is important I mean the your concept of time and space is all about the relationship so you move constantly mm -hmm. thinking about how do you maintain all of this law with different people yeah. So, like, communication can kind of heal mm -hmm. the space that maybe was torn yes. before. Or... Yes. Okay. Uh, you, I, and I've seen it in, in Maui where people will go to a particular family and they will present gifts mm -hmm. and also, you know, apologize and say, you know, we know we haven't been to your daughter's wedding. We didn't <laughs> come, the, you know, but we are here now and we want to continue and maintain this relationship from now on so things like that cool. yeah okay just I had a question about va in itself so mm -hmm. that's the space but also the relationship so if I'm physically closer to somebody like does that imply that I have a closer relationship with them like if I'm standing really close to somebody talking to them would they and I'm not good friends with them would they think that that's ungenuine or something or how does that work in let's say so, like a room so the, 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 the va can be physical mm -hmm. yeah so uh, uh, we call it maofi which means you're uh, physically close to somebody and the space is, is, is pretty close but that doesn't mean that socially you're close mm -hmm. yeah um, that just mean that mm -hmm. physically you're close does the, the part that is social spatial is when you take care of it then then you're always so it doesn't matter if you're living in Australia or New Zealand, your va could still be very close mm -hmm. because you're constantly maintaining it. You know, you're 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 showing up to their mm -hmm. event. They're showing up. They're sending you things. You're sending them them. So mm -hmm. that is. So there could be a, a difference between the physical closeness versus the social part of that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And 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 Tongans when they move doesn't matter how far apart they are. They if if this if that social space is still close, it's close. Yeah. Did you grow up in Hawaii? So I grew up in um, West Valley City, Utah, and also mm -hmm. Tongai. I went back and forth. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I talk a little bit about this in my book. My grandparents live in Utah. My parents live in Tonga. So I had to, you know, move back and forth okay. between the two places as part of Tauhiwa. Okay. That's so yeah, interesting. You got to see it firsthand, you know? Like <laughs> yeah, so I think my research came because I grew up seeing this. Yeah, I, I saw how this worked in outside of Tonga and then inside of Tonga and, and, and all of that, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, so the, the part of my book that causes in, indigeneity, indigeneity is the idea, the quality of people being indigenous to a place, meaning that they have deep genealogical ancestral tie to a place. And I'm talking about thousands of years of, of, of ties. And so for people of the Moana, this is how they survive in this big ocean. Uh, they had to maintain those relationship in order to survive and so this is why 
I title it marking indigenous. This is a way of actually practicing your deep connection to this area called the Moana Nui in, in, in mm-hmm. Polynesia, which is Hawaii, Tonga, Samoa, Tahiti, all of the islands within that is called Moana Nui and, and Moana Nui and the people who have deep ancestral ties that that's the indigeneity part that I'm, I'm talking about in my book yeah okay. I was also interested like in the I think you call it communal research yeah like how it's different from because I view research as like just one guy working in a lab <laughs> you know towards a goal so if you could tell us a little bit about that yeah so communal research is also based on the idea mm-hmm. of space of social spatial where you go to do research and that it's not just you but you're researching with the with the whole community the whole community you're involved they are also um, part of your research but they're also helping you with 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 your research Mm -hmm. it's takes a longer time because it's easier to just for you just do there go there (laughs) do your interview and leave but no you have to take care of your relationship with people so uh, the people that you research continues to be your friends after that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the, the Tongans in Maui, even though I'm not related to them, I still maintain ties with them and they come and visit me and I go and visit them and you know all of these things are mm-hmm. still happening. Um, you know, I just sent two of my books to, to, to two of the Tongans in Maui that I was like, here's the water book, you know, you can see that I wrote yeah. about you and, and, and things like that. So that's communal research, okay. yeah, that your commitment to uh, the participants of your research is very long term mm-hmm. um, in that sense. So how did they help you, I guess, specifically or just like telling stories or? So they, uh, yeah, so the, uh, telling stories, allowing me to come into their home and talk to them about my, mm-hmm. my particular research. Um, I would ask them questions to think about um, and they would, you know, help me uh, unpack some of the Tongan terms in a way that would be helpful. But I also helped them, you know, some mm-hmm. of them just needed help. I talked about this in my, my book, you know, they needed help with setting up a computer or some, you know, wanted to know, you know, how do you actually use this technology? And back then mm-hmm. it was just like simple email, setting up an email <laughs> account to create, you know, uh, some of the Tongans are just, you know, they're, they're workers, they work in yard and they don't know how to use emails or other things. So I would help them in that way. And so that was sort of the mutual help that, that mm-hmm. was going on in the, in the research. And just through the time that I spend with them, they're more willing to open up and tell me things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's my, the idea of communal research. Yeah. Okay. And your VA was expanded. Yes, it's VA always was expanding, expanding yeah. and ex- maintaining the balance nice. in the VA and, and, nice. and all of that. Yes, all of that from, from, that, uh, from the research. Uh, let me just say, it's a lot of work. It's not like I'm talking about it, like it's easy and it's fun. And it's, a, it's a lot of work. Sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> it's it's a lot sure. of fun. It's also a lot of work, but that's the kind of work that you have to do in, in, a, in, in a culture that think about time and space in a very communal way. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's it's uh, not just the individual, but it's the, it's the whole community in the way that you work with. Awesome. Okay. I think I understand mostly VA. I mean, I have a basic understanding, but what was the main differences you saw between Utah, I guess, growing up, and then Tonga in Ta, like in the 
in just time in general. Yeah. So for, uh, first of all, I, I'll just say that that uh, uh, in Western society, time is always accelerated, and speed is worship. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can see this in your technology, right? The, the faster, the better. The quicker you can get through something, the better. Tong and ta, very very slow, and it's like take your time. Let's have a conversation for three hours or four <laughs> hours. That's uh, in an American context, that's way too long. Yeah, um, to go to somebody's house just to talk for three, four hours. Um, so, as far as the rhythm, it's, it's very, very different in, 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 in that way. And and you can see why Tongans want to slow things down because it's about the relationship. They want to take the time. Yeah. Uh, versus maybe American, uh, you know, time is money. Um, this is important, making a profit, all of this, which is good within a capitalist system because this is how you create products and this is how you make things happen and create big technology and great technology. But it comes at a cost. It comes at a cost to, mm-hmm. to people. And, and I would say also within the Tongan side, things get too slow. It also comes at a cost too. So the ways to find, how do you a find a nice balance between this fast time versus this time that is much lower pace to find some sort of common medium between reconcile the two yeah okay as a professor here how do you see the conflict i guess of the two ta and ba concepts just at the school i mean how do you i see it in my students (laughs) so i have timelines and i have deadlines and i have all of this but i am very much open with letting students have extra time to do things mm-hmm. uh, even assignments and things like that because I, I understand that there are many other obligations that they have it's not just school yeah um, you know to be a good student you just study all the time and cut out all the social relationships <laughs> right but in the, in, in <laughs> the Tongan in the Tongan <laughs> Tongans here will have a very very difficult right. doing that they, they, it's not hard for them to just go to the library and just study mm-hmm. and cut out all the 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 va. yeah so yeah so uh, as a professor i i try to be understanding with not just the Tongan student but all of the students to to think about what are all the different kinds of time space that's demanding on them and how do i become somebody that could say okay i mean i i don't have i'm not i'm saying that you can turn in your paper anytime <laughs> i i do i do give extension but I, within reason, yeah. Right? yeah, within reason, mm. and I'm not very hard on the deadline or all of those things because I understand how other people may think about time nice. and space. Tava. Yeah. Wow. Along with communal research and personal research, do you think Polynesian students, or I guess again the Moana Nui students, do you think it's more common that they have study groups and things than Western students? Like, do you think it manifests itself? even in like small stuff like that? Yeah, so study group works well for them. Studying alone in the library does not work. Mm. Yeah, because uh, it, it's it's much easier to get together with a group of friends and study. And I encourage it for my student, get a study group, get together, um, even have food would be, would be better because that really helps them with their, with their study because of just the, the, the social part of that, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know that's just and that's just the culture of BYU. I hope other students are also learning from from each other yeah. how to balance all of this. Yeah, the 
Moananui students are learning from the American students, and then we have the Asian students. So we got a whole different three groups. The main three groups are all <laughs> operating in their own way of thinking about time space. Sometimes it works out, sometimes it doesn't work out, right? Yeah, do you think it's like a miracle we can all get along? <laughs> yes, it like... is a miracle that everybody's getting along and figuring out how do we how do we balance all of this mm -hmm. with, with, with one another as people from, from different cultures? And maybe also at the same time, learning how do, you know, how do mm -hmm. we relax and take a slower pace to enjoy <laughs> life, right? Yes. Um, and, 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 and all of that. I feel like this is gonna change just the way I see the yeah. world. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Just gonna go around like, <laughs> why are they doing yeah. everything? Like, you know, sometimes you say, oh, it's just so slow. Why is this so slow? You know, why is this mm -hmm. not happening? Why do things move so slow here? And, that, and all of that is because it's a different time space here. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting, just individual relationships. Like, my, like, va is different than Jackson's, you <laughs> yeah. know? Jackson's is never taking a break in his life. <laughs> and I'm very much like, oh, like, I need to feed my relationships mm -hmm. with, like, other people, you know? And, like, not to say Jackson doesn't have friends. We're friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we're just different, right? Like, individuals have different vas. Or, yeah. and, and the university is created in a way that it, the university has its own taba. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, uh, for for example, sometimes the university, you know, we want you to graduate in three years, or we want to shorten those particular time. And when you do that, mm -hmm. that requires you to sacrifice a lot of different other kinds of, of things. Interesting. So, um, and and I I think the you know with our new administration and the school, we're trying to figure out what would be the a good balance in 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 all of that. You know, how does the university's own notions of time, ma time, space can support a multicultural university. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think even, I think at this university, they're really good about having really strong relationships with professors, because I've just yes. talked to my friends at other professors, or at other uh, universities, and I mean, class size is a one issue, mm -hmm. but not a lot of them really know their professors, like they have like one or two that mm -hmm. they maybe kind of know. But uh, I feel like I know everybody. I yeah. could, t you yeah. know, I could approach all of my professors, and That's it's great. very, very friendly. Yeah. I mean, we're doing this podcast. Yeah. Like, I mean, people are willing to come talk to us. Like, we're nobodies, kind of. Like, we haven't even graduated yet. So that's just awesome. Like, this is a great campus. Yes, so, it yeah. is. It is great here. Well, well, for BYU. What's next for you? Yeah. What's your? Well, now I'm looking at people's relationship, their tawa with the environment. Okay. So my book was mainly about people, mm -hmm. social spatial uh, relation. Now I'm looking at how do you take care of that va with the environment, the ocean, mm -hmm. for example, uh, or the mountains. Um, you know, we have some environmental problems that's happening today, and I want people to think about, you know, if you have ties to a particular place or you feel like you connect to a particular place, that you have a fatongia, an obligation. To maintain a reciprocal relationship to those particular places like caring for our ocean and things like that and so that's kind of the next phase of my my research is looking at that particular area awesome okay so, so cool. like recognizing what the earth has given to you and like giving yes like so yes. that's mm -hmm. the so the, the ocean you know the earth mother earth is giving us so much right she's giving us and we have to reciprocate to to, to mother earth mm. also um, and take care and find some sort of balance in our relationship to to mother, whether that's through recycling or 
taking care of our beaches with all the plastics that you see every mm-hmm. time you go swim. All of that is a social spatial relationship, yeah. a Tava relationship that I think that would be great um, for everyone to, to think about. So it's just, I'm taking sort of a Tongan kind of idea of this and hoping that other people will also see it because I think I think people will will, will find it to uh, resonate with them. Absolutely. So, well, thank you so much for joining us and taking the time out of your schedule to do this. So that's well. Thank you so awesome. much for uh, it's an honor for me to have you both come and be interested in, and Absolutely. I you actually read my book. Yes. <laughs> Sometimes I wonder if people understand what no, I'm ta- yeah. talking about. Yeah. But I'm glad that you read it. And you asked some really good questions. So thank you. Yeah. How can people find out more about your book? And okay, so my book you can. Uh, buy it on Amazon. It's in our uh, bookstore. Um, we have several copies in our library and also our library has a link, uh, uh, online link to it. So you, you know, if you uh, student, you can get a free copy of my book through awesome. our library. Great. All right. And so Marking Indigeneity, The Tongan Art yes. of Socio-Spatial Relations by Dr. Tavita Kaili. Thanks for tuning in. This was the Zeno Podcast. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Zeno Podcast. That's X-E-N-O Podcast. If you have any questions or comments about what we talked about today uh, or suggestions for future episodes, you can email us at podcastzeno at gmail.com. This podcast was brought to you by BYU Hawaii's Reading and Writing Center. Thanks for learning by listening.